0: Hello, everyone. This is Jeff from the Cybersecurity and IT Professional Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's six questions in about nine minutes, because hackers never sleep. So let's jump in. Question number one, in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do.
1: So hi, thank you for having me. My name is Itai Moore. I'm the Senior Director for Security Strategy at Cato Networks. And I focus on, well, various security topics from researching uh, network and cyber criminals to understanding trends and how to help our customers protect against them.
0: Wonderful. Question number two, uh, what is the best thing about being in your industry during these times?
1: Well, what I really like about cybersecurity is it's, it's constantly a challenge. You're constantly battling other threat actors and you constantly have to learn and study it's not a static job as is security right security is constantly changing it's never just a v and i'm done you constantly have to update and change and so do we so constantly learning and you know you get the benefit of actually helping people and making a change
0: yeah constant learning seems to be a central theme these days and and it seems to be getting faster so on that question number three uh we hear from other industry leaders that cybersecurity is a top five concern and honestly, only getting bigger. What does that mean to you? I
1: think it means that, first of all, that they get it. Uh, you know, security used to be a showstopper. Uh, why do I have to involve these IT security people? They'll just make things uh, harder for us. Now business leaders, are under, they understand that cybersecurity is an enabler. It's not a showstopper. If you have a cybersecurity incident, well, that's the showstopper. In addition, I think they understand that uh, it's not just an IT and security issue, it's a business issue. When you have a breach, when you have a cybersecurity incident, everybody needs to be uh, involved. And so they understand that it needs to be prioritized and not just employees and IT and security staff need to be involved, but
0: managers and
1: even the board of directors.
0: Pretty much everyone, it sounds like these days. Uh, Question number four, what insights about adopting and applying cybersecurity frameworks would you like to share with our community?
1: Uh, First of all, I actually want to start by saying that a lot of the attacks that we see today, there's not a lot of new things about them. Sure, you get new types of attacks, but a lot of the same commonality, right? You have phishing attacks, social engineering, manipulating a user, um, using vulnerabilities or unpatched systems. So I think uh, uh, you know a lot of these issues can be solved in pretty easy in a pretty e- easy and standard way, and you know the attackers they go for the lower hanging fruit first, and then it becomes a little bit more complicated. Even if you look at some of what the attackers are saying, there are some interviews with uh, different threat actors. They're saying, "Hey, you want to avoid an attack by us? You want to be a, to avoid an attack by ransomware uh, gangs? Basic stuff." Make sure your firewalls are properly configured. Don't allow administrative sessions. Um, you know, vi- antiviruses are not enough. You need to do uh, more. So I, I think that's, that's a, a good place uh, to start. And you mentioned actually security frameworks. Um, one framework that I personally really like is the MITRE ATT&CK framework, because as opposed to some other frameworks that are used, it's, it's really practical. It doesn't just talk about the problem, but it describes the tactic and techniques and really lets you operationalize security. It's becoming a common language. And I really like that framework. And I think it can be utilized for anything from red teaming to gap analysis uh, to to checking where your security posture is. So that's kind of my go-to framework if we wanna go deep, but on the higher level, there's some simple things that we can really do to help and prevent some of these attacks. And cybersecurity professionals, whether you're in enterprises uh, or in, in small companies, share the knowledge. You know, when you get the employees to care about security rather than know about security, then you'll see a change. Um, you know, I have a little garden here in my house. I need to to water the the, the grass, but I really care about the tomatoes that I grow. So I take an extra look to see, is anything wrong is is there? Does does it need some extra treatment? So when you get people to care about what they do, in this case security, they won't just ignore, for example, a phishing email, they'll report it or they'll ask you some questions. So with that mindset, I think uh, we'll be better off fighting some of these attacks.
0: Very well put. The commonality and simplicity I think is key for those of us who are not in the business and being able to explain it to them in a way where uh, they are able to grasp it in order to care seems like a a root cause to a solution. I completely agree. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, Thank you for that. So question number five, uh, what other successful cyber professionals like yourself uh, would you like to acknowledge Uh, have perhaps been a mentor or uh, someone who's helped you along the way that you think might be a good uh, person for our podcast so uh three people come to mind i'll make it
1: really quick diana kelly who i really love she's uh, an expert in so many different areas um love hearing her talk every time i get a chance i i I try to catch her podcasts or her uh, lectures Um, Another person is Chris Strand, who I worked with. Um, He's from the compliance side, and he's the first person who got me to get interested in compliance, which for me is really boring, but he showed me actually how important it is for cybersecurity and how to actually use it in an interesting way. And uh, one of the security gurus is uh, uh, Shlomo Kramer, you know, the guy behind uh, um, Checkpoint, uh, who is actually the CEO of the company that I work for now. Is just a pioneer of security and somebody who who I love listening to.
0: Very well put, brilliant. Uh, And question number six, uh, the final question What is your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile?
1: Um, That would have to be probably a dial up modem. I remember (laughs) nights sitting, uh, you know, dialing to BBS's bulletin board systems. Uh, maybe some of the younger people who are listening don't even know what BBSs are, but for me, it was my whole world. That's how I got a lot of the information back in the early 90s. Um, yelling at my mom to put down the phone. I'm trying to communicate. <laughs> so if you remember if you remember those. And I think anybody who ever used the modem just has it in his mind. It's burned in his mind, the noises of that thing connecting and, and you starting to communicate. So that's kind of my personal favorite. Oh,
0: wonderful, wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, And with that, thank you. It's been excellent to uh, hear your opinions and and your viewpoints. Uh, For our viewers who would like to learn a little bit more about you or perhaps get in contact with you, what's the best way to do that?
1: So the two best ways are through uh, Cato Network's website uh, where you can uh, reach out and uh, contact us uh, or through my uh, LinkedIn account. That's another option.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much for your time. Uh, And for those of you out there, please make sure and check out more of our episodes and insights on the Cybersecurity and IT Professional Podcast. Again, my name is Jeff. We thank you for your time and be well.